0: I'm Damian Bulworth. Today on Fifth Admission, when should California schools ditch mask mandates? This has become an incredibly emotional question for kids and adults alike. For some people on both sides of the issue, the question alone makes their blood boil. For others like me, and I think my guest Jill Tucker today, it's a fascinating question that straddles science and psychology. We're talking about it today because the state of California is expected in the coming days to announce a date when those school mask mandates will be lifted. That shift comes with the decline of the virus after the Omicron surge. I'm gonna ask Jill about school districts that are already ditching masks, about school walkouts, about what the future holds for masks on campus in our Bay Area counties as well. Jill Tucker, thanks for coming on. Oh, sure, my pleasure. Okay, Jill, why are we writing about this now? We are seeing the decline of the Omicron surge. And all of a sudden, everybody's talking about masks in schools.
1: Yeah, this has become the hottest topic in schools across the state, arguably across the country. And you have people on both sides kind of yelling pretty loud. So it it really is this, this monumental moment where everybody is waiting to see what the state's going to do early next week and whether they'll announce a day that will make masks optional in schools right now even though we can all take our masks off inside stores or gyms or other places when the state mandate lifted for everywhere but health centers and schools kids are still wearing masks every day as teachers are they're required to across the state it did not lift with the other state mandate but but we're supposed to see a day in the near future when it when it will lift At least in terms of the statewide mandate, but it doesn't mean we'll see every district, every school taking their masks off.
0: All right. This is Monday, right? What's going to happen?
1: So we expect state health officials to come back after they've said two weeks ago that they're going to evaluate what's happening, look at numbers, look at case rates, hospitalizations, any variants that might be out there that they are going to be worried about. And based on that information, they're going to give some idea of when school mandates will lift possibly a date very specific within the next week or two that that this will lift. I think everybody's very much anticipating what's going to happen on a statewide level. And and then it will be down to the counties and school districts to see if they actually maintain those mandates or not.
0: Why a date out in the future? Do do districts are they going to need some time to actually prepare for what they're going to do?
1: You know, not necessarily. I think it will give some time for counties to decide if they still want to implement mask mandates. County uh, health officials have to follow the state mandate, but they could also exceed it. Right. They can't do less, but they can do more. So if they want to keep mask mandates in schools based on local case rates or other issues, they can. So I would expect to see a little bit of time between when they announce. I don't think on Monday they're just going to say, take your masks off if you want. I think they're going to give a date. Somewhere in the near future, where it will kick in. So it just gives everybody a little bit of time to understand what the laws are and what's happening.
0: Beyond the new rules, are they likely to make any recommendations or give advice?
1: You know, we're not exactly sure. I think that they will have a plan that does say, okay, here's when masks are optional in schools. I think they will give some guidance on. When that would have to be reversed if there's a new surge or if there's a new variant, um, hopefully planning ahead a little bit more in terms of of uh, data or specifics that would trigger a new mask mandate or something like that. I think people want to see things that are that are more specific that are attached to the science or attached to the data rather than just sort of this random uh, tomorrow. Let's take masks off. <laughs>
0: All right, Jill, I have to ask you, in some states, notoriously, early in the pandemic, governors said you actually may not do mandates, you may not wear masks in schools, you can't force kids. Is is that something that California is considering at all?
1: It doesn't sound like it. I doubt very much at a state level that we will see them saying you can't force masks. I do think that they're still going to, just like they do now, still give options to local counties to to have some localization based on their own data and their own communities. Um, I'd be very surprised if they ban masking in schools after they lift the mandate.
0: But in some school districts, Jill... We're already seeing the masks come off, right? How is that happening?
1: Yeah, there are uh, a dozen or so districts that have essentially, based on, on community pressure and student behavior and protests, have basically said we are anticipating the state anyway doing this. We are no longer enforcing mask mandates, or we no longer have a mask mandate in our school district and they are optional. And we're seeing them kind of across the state, everywhere from Paso Robles to Roseville, you know, to other communities, El Dorado Hills and and Oakdale out in the Valley, so far, none None in the direct Bay Area. The, the Bay Area folks tend to be a little more law-abiding in the sense that they're waiting for the state to make their move. But we do have a lot of districts out there, a lot of kids that basically have said, just no more, we are done.
0: And what happens if, if they, they do that? What happens if the kids refuse to wear them? What happens if the school says you don't need to wear them? Are there any fines associated with it? Is there a crackdown? What's going on?
1: So it's a little unclear who... Is enforcing this if anyone. The county can say that you are violating health orders. It is a state health order. Districts are required to follow these health orders. If they don't, they do uh, put themselves at risk of lawsuits because if someone gets sick or possibly dies during the time that they weren't enforcing mass mandates, they could let themselves be open to civil lawsuits and other financial repercussions. They could also sub- be subjected to county fines or other civil litigation because they aren't following state law. So far, we haven't seen that. And so it, it seems like no one is is super excited about enforcing this in these districts where they've decided it, probably because we're so close to seeing the state mandate lift anyway. But really, on February 15th, when the state mandate lifted for everyone else except schools and health centers, you really started to see the districts just go, you know what, it doesn't make any sense. We're done. These kids are unmasked around each other. They're unmasked in movie theaters. They're unmasked everywhere else that they go. And it doesn't make sense anymore to fight them and, and try to enforce this, you know, creating behavior issues in classes because they won't wear their masks. It's, it was, you know, some, some folks said it was just so disruptive uh, to the educational process that they just couldn't do it anymore.
0: All right. Well, that brings up the issue of local control. But before we talk about that and what we expect in individual Bay Area counties, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with Jill Tucker on Fifth and Mission.
1: You're listening to Fifth and Mission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app.
0: Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bulwa, joined by Chronicle reporter Jill Tucker. We are talking about the coming potential end of mask mandates in schools, or at least uh, the rules that say schools must keep children masked. On Monday, the state is expected to make an announcement. Jill, let's take a little bit of a step back. I mean, we know that masks work. We know that masks have been important during the pandemic. They generally keep people who have the virus from spreading it. So what are the arguments now for getting rid of the school mandate?
1: Well, I think, you know, a state health official said these mandates were never meant to be forever. And so really, the question is, at what point do we lift these mask mandates, even though the pandemic is still here? There are still cases. People are still getting sick. People are still dying from this. But. We are seeing Kate's rates decline. We are coming out of another surge. Our vaccination rates are very high. There are some treatments available. So the question is, at what point do we let kids and society go back to something close to normal? And that's really where the debate is. We still have younger kids in the in the five-year-old range that still have lower vaccination rates and certainly younger siblings who can't get vaccinated yet. So I think there's a debate. These kids are in classrooms, you know, for six hours a day or, or more around 30 other kids. So it is a closed environment. It is, you know, all of these types of things. So there's still a lot of fear in that, that these kids could go to school, get COVID, bring it home to grandparents or others. So there's a lot of pushback among uh, teachers' unions and some parents and those that are at higher risk, frankly, of COVID, kids who have cystic fibrosis or other types of, of things that would make them uh, especially at risk who still want to go to school. But if they're if their classmates aren't wearing a mask, it increases their risk. So you have a lot of folks that are still very scared to remove those masks. They want everybody to still wear them. They say they work. They aren't difficult. It's, a, it's an annoyance at best. And then you have folks on the other side saying, it's been two years. We need to get these kids back to a sense of normalcy, to be able to play, to be able to talk, to be able to hang out you know, in class with their friends. Uh, one parent told me that, you know, she brought her her son to a park and he didn't even recognize one of his classmates. Another child fell downstairs because his vision was impaired by a mask. He's fine, but he, you know, fell down because he couldn't see very well. You know, and other issues that parents are saying, you know, the, the social emotional issues, the anxiety that might be attached to ongoing mask use that, you know, that, that they, you know, the idea that they should still be afraid or any other type of reading or language difficulties that might be associated with it. So you have folks on both sides making, you know, somewhat valid arguments and it, it, it's which way do the scales tip? Um, at what point do we say the case rates are low enough that kids can take their masks off, and I think that that's what state officials are debating right now, and it's what county and local district officials will be debating when the state removes a mandate.
0: All right, I have to say that's something I probably would have said as a child if I fell down. It was, you know, it was the <laughs> mask. I couldn't, I couldn't see. I would never have fallen down if not just, for the mask. just
1: because, right? Yeah.
0: So, Jill, you've been following this very closely. In the Bay Area, we're going to see some differences in rules even after the state makes its decision, right? Because those. Those districts are already doing things differently than each other.
1: Yeah. You know, just as we've seen throughout the entire pandemic, districts have uh, taken different routes through this through the, through the months, through the pandemic. Um, you had schools in Marin reopening right away in the fall of 2020, whereas other districts uh, didn't open for months later, like San Francisco right next door. So I anticipate we will see some debate about whether local counties add mask mandates. Right now, it's a state mandate. We don't have county mandates, but it's possible that local health officials could implement them or adopt them. And it's also possible then that school districts could also adopt their own and say, nope, we're not ready to lift the mask. So San Francisco or other places, Oakland, will still keep masks on because we feel that our Student population is not as highly vaccinated as some other places, you know, and, and I think that that's going to add to the controversy and and uh, debate about this because, you know, you're going to see parents concerned that right in the district next door, kids aren't wearing masks and their kids still have to go to school every day with a mask on.
0: And outdoors as well, right? I mean, some schools are still requiring it
1: yeah it 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 it's kind of shocking because no one ever recommended that, and yet some districts were so nervous and and teachers were so nervous that they uh they mandated masks outside. That's still happening in some cases, double masking, which is also not required. KN95s were required in some districts, also not a state requirement. So, you know, there's a lot of fear that is, is dictating what's happening in local communities, as well as actual pandemic numbers uh, regarding vaccinations or, or hospitalizations. So there's a lot of uh, variety of, of, of issues that will come up as people debate whether or not to keep that mass mandate, even when the state lifts it.
0: As we talk about this, it sort of reminds me of of how the debate early on was really between people who, you know, felt cautious, they wanted to wear masks and and really a lot of people who were pure covid deniers and thought that masks were just performative. Now the the debate has shifted a little bit. It's not just two sides, right?
1: No, you know, it's really not cut and dry. I think those, those lines that we saw early on have blurred. You have folks that were very strong rule followers in terms of vaccines and masks and All of those things, staying home when they were sick, all of those things that they were they were strong rule followers are now saying, like, we we're looking at the data, we're we're looking at the science, and we believe that kids can take their masks off. So they're all of a sudden on the same side of the debate as the folks who were sort of the protest, the freedom, the anti-vaxxers, the anti-maskers that were getting pulled off airplanes. You know, they they're finding that they're They're with those people arguing for the mask mandates to lift, which is a little, you know, it's a little uncomfortable, I think, for folks because they don't want to be mask deniers or COVID deniers. That's not who they are, but they're just saying, at what point do we lift these mandates and take the masks off kids? But there is still a very, very strong contingent of people that are saying the answer is not yet.
0: All right. Lastly, what about the kids, Jill? I mean, you've you've talked to them about this. They seem to be somewhat split themselves. I know I ask my two daughters a lot about their feelings. For a while, they just said, hey, this is not a big deal. We don't mind wearing the mask. We're used to them. But lately they've they've they're a little more mixed. They seem to be kind of open to uh to possibly embracing getting rid of the masks in class?
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because just a month ago, we saw kids in Oakland and San Francisco walking out of class to demand better masks, while at the same time, kids in other communities were walking out and protesting having to wear masks. And so they're kind of, you know, it depends on where they live. It depends on on what communities they're in, um, but really, I, I think a lot of young people um, are basically looking around, and 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 you know they're not stupid. They they can watch the Super Bowl and see that nobody's masked, including the governor. They can they can see that no one is wearing masks in movie theaters. They're going. Two restaurants and other places unmasked with the kids that are in their classrooms. So all of a sudden, you know, we we want kids to ask questions and to question, you know, to look at logic and to look at science and data. And I think what they're looking at in, in their observation is that this doesn't look fair. Why are we the ones that are still wearing masks when everybody else gets to go to a bar or a gym or a club and or the Super Bowl and not wear one?
0: Jill Tucker, we'll leave it there. Thanks for coming on, and we'll check back with you soon on this issue. Sounds good. Thanks to my guest today. She's Chronicle reporter Jill Tucker. Thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and thank you for listening.